everyone. Welcome to Black Hearted Mama. I'm just jumping on here, just some breaking news, as well as I am not feeling 100% today, but I for sure wanted to share this information in regards to the Idaho murders, as well as Brian Walsh and the Anna Walsh disappearance, as well as some Lori Daybell news. They're in Idaho as well. So let's dig in. Good old Brian Kohlberger in that sense. We are seeing reports that he sent messages to one of the victims. And it started in October. Quote here is he slid into one of the girl's DMs several times, but she didn't respond. Now, basically, it was just him saying, hey, how are you? But he did it again and again. So, everyone, this is fitting perfectly into our incel theory in regards to him really having an issue with women being turned down. And also, it is one of the four victims. So, he started this in October as well as it is confirmed that he passed by or visited near the residence at least 12 times prior to the murders, as well as it also points to him heading back after the murders. Now, what we talked about is that he heads back to the crime scene in order to possibly view what he has done, check for police presence anytime, you know, someone has done that. Now, he, again, was that student. He was at Washington State University and how close it is in proximity to the Idaho house. It is at least seven miles away, and but he visited 12 times prior to. Now, then just hours after the attack, they said that his phone pinged again back at the crime scene area. So, again, though, y'all, he is not due back in court until June. He waived that for a speedy trial. Now, they are sticking with the, uh, you know, the bushy eyebrows report by the DW, as well as we do have that DNA on the snap of the knife sheath. So that's some information here. It was broke by People Magazine um, is in regards to him messaging, private messaging at least one of the victims. So again, with her insult theory, they are turned away. They no longer have uh, that drive in a sense for female contact as well as they remain that celibacy so he did not remember y'all he did not sexually assault any of the victims so we are fitting really into that theory so I also find it interesting that just a little bit of information is that Dateline also covered this in regards to just the developments throughout the months that this happened, as well as unfortunately, you know, the quote unquote web sleuths and podcasters out there 
you know, when it came to breaking down footage up for themselves or, you know, going on a little bit because everyone wanted to help find this horrible human being. So they talked about a little bit how these web sleuths got a little, you know, ahead of themselves. So we are going to check in in regards to the Anna Walsh. Now, he was, Brian Walsh was served with an arrest warrant today and the death of his wife, Anna. So it's 100% for sure. Norfolk District Attorney announced Walsh is 47 and as well as he pleaded not guilty to misleading investigators. But now we are going ahead and they served him with an arrest warrant in regards to the murder of his wife. This is coming from CNN. Additional details in the investigation on the evidence in support of those changes are likely to be presented at arraignment, but will not be disclosed at this time. So the arrest warrant comes roughly two weeks after she was reported missing by her workplace. And again, y'all, he unfortunately has not been helpful and I also want to mention that there is that grim evidence we talked about, including a bloody knife in the basement and blood as well in the basement. So as well as Brian Walsh's internet searches, and it's disgusting, it's how to dispose and dismember a body. So, ew, just like not a good feeling whatsoever. And the fact that, you know, he is formally, my understanding is that he does have a diagnosis of the schizophrenia is my understanding. Now, this report does not lead us to that, but there is a mental health concern there for him. Um, I'm sorry, sociopath. He does have a diagnosis. My apologize. My apologies. No longer that schizophrenia, it's the sociopath. And again, he was under house arrest. And in regards to the fraudulent uh, selling of pictures from his father's estate. So there's a little bit more information in regards to that. And he is definitely, uh, you know is going to answer for her murder. So let's head back to Idaho, y'all. But this is in regards to Lori Daybell. And Chad Daybell, again, we're going to dive into this a little bit more as time goes on in regards to, you know, the murder of her two children, you know, and she's claiming that she was not there or orchestrated this. She has no idea that, you know, this is what was going to happen. But prosecutors are seeking the death penalty against the Daybells. But Lori's attorney filed a motion this month saying Blake and Wood have not been specific enough in stating why their client is eligible for the death penalty. Now, Here is the declare the death and penalty and it's unconstitutional in the case and it'll take it off the table. But 
she's claiming she was not a, you know, she has an alibi and that she was not uh, at the location when the children were killed. For example, she's saying her children died in the apartment of her brother, Alex Cox, while she was in her own apartment and that she was in Hawaii when Tammy Daybell was killed from her Chad's wife previous wife, I'm sorry. And in a separate court filing, it is prosecutor's response to Lori's request to meet with Chad Daybell in person and talk with him on the phone for strategy sessions ahead of trial and that they would want to have these conversations. Now, um, Chad's attorney and the conversations will not be recorded or used as evidence is what it is stated. Now, the state has serious reservations about allowing the co-defendants to have face-to-face or other communication directly with each other. Wood wrote, the state recognizes that the defendants have agreed to not use any evidence or information they may obtain through any discussion or meetings against each other. Nevertheless, the state is not willing to make a similar agreement. Absolutely not, y'all. Absolutely not. This is going to fall in a lot of DNA evidence. For example, um, hair and the duct tape inside a body bag to transport JJ's remains, as well as, um, you know, that DNA evidence that would definitely point toward her. And, uh, you know, it's the fact that they want to get on the same page, y'all. This is what that exactly comes down to. They want to have these meetings between the couple of getting on the same page and, you know, really, uh, you know, in regards to the children's death of Tylee and JJ. And then it comes to, um, you know, Chad's wife, um, who, you know, they are being sought after for killing her, um, Tammy Daybell. And so, you know, it's just too much coincidental here, but Lori is claiming that she has an alibi. So, sorry about that, y'all. I had to jump over real quick to a call, but on that note, y'all have a great week. We will check up more on both Idaho cases, uh, as well as, you know, anything that may have breaking news, y'all. I'm here for it. Thank you all for listening to Black Hearted Mama. Please like, share, follow. Hopefully I'll get to feeling better as well. Y'all have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye.